Good morning, it's uh, Chris. We're staring out into the ocean off my balcony and today I'm going to quickly run through what uh, those of you who are being coached have already received and those of you who aren't wish you had. Uh, today it's the uh, Open Heart 20 Minute Workbook and uh, it comes on the acronym of GIVE. Gratitude, inspiration, vision, enthusiasm, which all leads to an open heart. A great day every day so I think there's a bunch of things we need to understand about this workbook firstly we're moving motivation to inspiration that's a step we're drafting a vision inspiration purpose statement that's a step keep your heart open in hell that's a step commitment to keeping your mind and body healthy that's a step doing daily power hour exercises that's a step now what's really important about this is it's all very well to evolve yourself and move forward the challenge becomes as a conscious person living in a world of unconscious people how do you deal with the unconscious ones how do you deal with the masses now this has been a challenge for every single person who's found consciousness and found purpose in their life in fact, Martin Luther King, Mahatma Gandhi, and you name it, anybody, uh, John Lennon for that matter, anybody who's achieved some level of uh, uh, consciousness in the world has been eliminated from the world because they've provoked the masses, the lower uh, mind of a lot of uh, crazies. So it's just because we get evolved, just because we get conscious, doesn't mean that everybody around us will celebrate that fact. In fact, it will antagonize some people. They'll become, even at work, they'll become bullies, they'll become aggressive. Uh, so you have to know how to manage it. The first and most important part about this is to learn that every single day you need to put fuel back in your tank. You need to sustain this level of consciousness. If you don't, you gravitate down to the level of consciousness of those around you. and that is not always the wisest thing to do. Um, but anyway, let's talk about that as we go on. Every time we enter the right mindset, we get closer to what we want. Every time we get away from the right mindset, we drift further away from what we want. So let's talk about the right mindset. Gratitude. Uh, let's add lib here. Gratitude means thankful for the past. Inspiration means to be in, in this moment right now, right now, inspired, happy to be wherever you are. Vision is the future, obviously, and enthusiasm is how you package it all up and know whether it's true. So in other words, if you're lacking enthusiasm for you know, going for a walk or going to the gym, something's wrong with gratitude, inspiration, vision. If you, if you uh, have to do the laundry, and you're not enthusiastic about it. Something's wrong with gratitude, inspiration, vision. Those three are the three legs of the chair. The fourth leg, the one that holds the actual chair up, <laughs> because the three-legged chair is going to fall down. The one that holds the, the chair up is enthusiasm. There's a survey here, which I recommend you do. Uh, it's pretty much fun. So let's talk about a, a bad attitude to gratitude. So at the bottom of the consciousness cone, there are people who are grateful, and let's not underestimate this. Every human being on earth is grateful. They're grateful, but the, the challenge will be, the people at the bottom of the consciousness cone are grateful 
for the things that go well and they're ungrateful for the things that don't. So what we're trying to do is become grateful full stop. There's no use vacillating in and out of gratitude. Otherwise you become like the mass consciousness and the mass consciousness uh, seek pleasure and avoid pain or want to be right and never wrong because they want to stay grateful. And that's their ambition. And anything that helps them do that, uh, like uh, a bunch of flowers or a new partner or a promotion at work, anything that causes them to be grateful, they're attracted to, which means they're repelled from anything that makes them feel ungrateful. What we do with inner wealth is we learn to be grateful for things that other people are ungrateful for. And that's how we build consciousness. So emotion, stress and imbalance, which is the masses, balanced thinking, grateful thinking. We start with the emotional shower, you can go through that. We balance other people perception, we balance for self. We balance a positive thought, balance a negative thought. And we come to the end of that section called gratitude. Now, those sheets that I've just presented to you, those five sheets of four columns, they're so much fun to do, but they're daily exercises. You just pick one a day and you do it on something. But I totally recommend the emotional shower, the first one, on the, at the end of every day. Inspiration, moving motivation to inspiration. So what we see here from this chart is that motivation uh, feels great. So there's nothing wrong with it, it feels great. Inspiration comes from your heart. It's not necessarily a feeling, it's a state. Um, motivation makes you pragmatic, uh, it, which means it's very practical. And it requires you to have a lot of faith in the people around you. Uh, inspiration makes you certain, very different than pragmatism, and that requires faith in yourself. Empowers an outcome is motivation. Empowers goodness is inspiration. Motivation is highly emotionally driven. We must realize that, that when we uh, 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 promote motivation as being something we want people to have, we want to motivate them. What we want to do is trigger their emotions. It's all good while it's working. But inspiration doesn't. That's a very, very different, whole different way of dealing with the human condition. Motivation's volatile uh, because you can win it and lose it. Uh, you'll see people get manically depressed uh, not long after they get manically hyper and uh, a state of hyper uh, uh, motivation always precedes a state of depression. Uh, inspiration always leads to quiet and calm. It's a strength that comes from within. Uh, motivation fluctuates engagement. Even though corporations and people advocate motivation, they, they talk about wanting high levels of engagement, and then they go to motivation as a process to cause people to be engaged. But that engagement will fluctuate because, why? Feeling great is a condition of motivation and you can't always take responsibility for people feeling great. Inspiration is constant engagement. Motivation, emotion, imbalanced thoughts, mind noise, balanced gratitude thinking, 
You got it? So with the first one and the second one leads to inspiration. Now there's a few forms that are here. I'm not going to go through them at this point. Vision, moving desperation to inspiration. What do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have in all seven areas of life? What it will lead to is a holistic view of your, your future. And it, it means we get out of the paradigm of build something and, and, and rob something to build it. And that's what most people do. They, they uh, say, I'm going to do something at any cost. And then I'm going to repay the cost that I paid to build it. But it just doesn't work like that, especially at an emotional and a human level. So we take motivation, emotion, imbalanced thought, mind noise, hope, desperation, move it through inspiration and, and actually transport that uh, gratitude for what we've got, gratitude and be in the moment. And from there we can build the vision of the future. And there are a few forms here that allow you to do that for yourself including your values form and your values priorities. I'll go through them in a separate audio. Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is environmental. Now this is so confusing to people, but if I want to trigger enthusiasm for a person, I just pick them up in no matter what uh, state of life they're in and transport them somewhere. Now. That, could, that place I transport them to could be closer to their kids or closer to uh, some money or I could transport them into a forest or I could transport them to a beautiful place in the Himalayas or transport them to Paris or take them to some magnificent uh, outback environment. Environment is enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is environment. When you are near somebody, who is enthusiastic, you feel it. It's an experience. And whether you call that presence or power or personal uh, aura or whatever, whatever you want to call it. So I tidy my desk three times a day and, and I am paranoid about my desk being organized because I want an environment in front of me that stimulates enthusiasm. I clean the house uh, and my partner also does too, but we spend a lot of time making sure the house is in a good place. We, are, you know, for example, I'm on the balcony here now and I vacuumed the balcony yesterday. I've got uh, towels drying out here with me on the balcony. And, and so I spend a, a lot of energy making sure the environment is always kept in a, in a great way that's stimulating, creative, artistic, or whatever you want to call it and the the conversation between myself and my partner in our privacy is always very soft and loving we uh, sometimes we challenge each other and it's it, it's it's rather uncomfortable but we never get to the point of abuse or loud words or, or uh, anger we just negotiate a discomfort and that therefore we challenge each other uh, wholeheartedly challenge each other but we don't get into the lower levels of the consciousness cone and become aggressive or angry. So it works like this motivation, emotion, imbalanced thoughts, mind noise, hope and desperation are the unconscious world. We move it through balanced thinking, we move it to gratitude, 
we move it to inspiration, we get a vision, and ultimately, at the end of the day, we gain enthusiasm. The best way to make sure that your environment is in a sound place on a constant basis is to do the back on track process. And you may have learnt this, but enthusiasm comes from the seven steps of the back on track. It's here in the notes for you to read. Um, one of the processes I learnt from um, uh, a very, very famous person in New York is called, um, I call it the Madonna process. It may give you a hint as to how I learnt it. And she breaks her day into, into uh, her appointments, which are scheduled out for two years in advance. And the way she does it is she doesn't talk about um, rehearsal. She talks about an opportunity to dance with friends. So she, she spins everything that's going to happen tomorrow into something she's absolutely looking forward to. And I think this, uh, this sheet, which is page 32, gives you a hint at how you can reframe your whole day ahead. And I, I, I never go to bed at night without having done this. Now, I don't now do it on paper. I know my... Uh, I have my diary and my calendar and appointments for tomorrow all listed out, but I think to myself, go through it in my mind's eye or pick, pick it up on my phone and go through it and, and make, reframe it so I can see, oh, opportunity to do this. This is going to be cool. I'll go for a walk in there and I build out the whole thing so it looks like a really great day and I become on the night before enthusiastic for the tomorrow to arrive not nervous about it, not fearful, enthusiastic about it. There it is. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, speak soon. Bye for now.